Discuss. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, let's do this. Social studies. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter, where uh, Jarrett poses the questions. You answer. Sarah gives us some of the answers, and we chime in, too. It's, it's fun. It's silly. We like it. It's a good time. It's a good time. I would say. I know. We usually learn something. It's, most of the Us- time we usually. do. I can't guarantee that we will today. Okay, good. Particularly with our last question. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that is a little tease. That is you what you call a tease. Indeed. All right. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore Murata. Uh, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. It has been, I counted, Vince. I know earlier you said you lost track. It's been 29 days. 29? Since the yeah, Cardinals that's true. let go of Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, so what does that mean? 27 days in Thailand now for Cliff? He could 26? still be in Thailand. Oh, he, he most certainly could. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cliff if I were in his good. no sock shoes, I would absolutely be over there too. Still. All right. The question is, with Brian Flores uh, dropping out of the Cardinals mix and, like I just said, 29 days since the Cardinals have <laughs> fired Cliff Kingsbury and no replacement, why do you guys think, or what is the biggest reason, I should I should say, what is the biggest reason the team has not hired a head coach yet? I wish I knew. It's all just speculation, guessing, and throwing darts at this point, but I, 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 I'll just say this. I don't think the pool of candidates collectively found this to be a very attractive place to start a, a, a coaching Yeah, camp. I think there's a lot of things organizationally that are to blame here. I think the, uh, the the telltale sign of firing Steve Wilkes after one year is out there. I think all the dysfunction that we have seen from last Super Bowl to now is out there. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think the quarterback is a piece of it. But again, like I've said before, all the coaches, the football coaches Vinny and I have run into, they, they all think they can fix your problem. Shut up, Jared. They all think they can fix your problem. I've never met a football coach that didn't go, oh, wow, that guy's going to make me yeah. a star. Exactly. A, or, or a football coach that I'll said, yeah, that situation's a little bit too much for me to handle. Yeah, right. Let, <laughs> me, go, let me go here and take a lesser job with, a, right. with another team. Right. Yeah. So, I, so I think it's organizational. I think it's ownership related. I think I think there's a lot of things in that soup. It's a big old truth soup. Oh, soup. Soup. Oh, so good. Autumnal soup. Soups. Make sure you stir the truth. Oh. Didn't it drive you crazy when people don't stir soup? <laughs> Do you think that the Cardinals at this point... Does. That's a ridiculous thing. It, I agree ridiculous. with you. On that, I will agree with you. Fair no it. film at the top. Thank you. Yeah, yes. it's disgusting. It is. The greasy film disgusting. at the top of buffet soup. Just stop eating at buffets, Jared. The problem will be solved. That problem was taken care of by somebody uh, else. That is true. That is true. Years. You're that kidding. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you must miss it terribly. <laughs> Terrible. Are you okay? That was the worst part of COVID for Jared. <laughs> oh, with the elimination of the with, buffet. It's true. <laughs> my favorite my favorite buffet, Sweet Tomatoes, and my favorite store, Steinmart, both closed within oh, a week no. of each other. <laughs> When the pandemic first started, dark oh, time. Jared! No so, wonder you're a disaster. So you protested by not shaving or getting a haircut. Virtual Correct. hugs for you, Jared. Virtual hugs, virtual hugs. Yes. Okay. What I was starting to ask before we started talking about soup, do we think that at this point the Cardinals are just holding out for the Super Bowl to finish so they can see who they can pluck from the Chiefs or the Eagles? I, at this point, I don't know. I don't see why not. 
You're this far. At this point, I don't know why you don't just give the job to Vance Joseph. If you're if, if you're not allowing teams to talk to him to fill a defensive coordinator's role, and I, I would rather have that than a rookie head coach because you commit to a rookie head coach, you're, you're going to give him two years at least. And if you pick the wrong guy again, we're just wasting more time. Yeah, so to your scenario, the guys in question would be Gannon and Steichen from Philly, Biennemi and Spagnolo from Kansas City. None of those names have ever been connected. Yeah. Which I would find odd if the, if if they're just biding time to talk to those guys. Why wouldn't they be on the candidate list at this time? Because yeah. those guys, yeah. several of those guys, yeah. have interviewed with other teams That's during right. this whole process. Yeah. What if the what if the Cardinals just circle back and finally hire Andy Reid like they were about to in twenty thirteen? <laughs> Is he available? The ultimate. No, That's I, it. I'm just that would explain the the hesitance to, to actually name a coach. Hey, we're just hold, we're holding out for Andy Reid. We've got in and out. We've got five guys. What else did he mention? Mm. Shake Shack. We Shake have that. We got Shake Shack. It all, baby. We got it all. Arizona what sports. We got it want? all. Just a championship, maybe. Okay. And there's a couple of other chains that are pretty good that we have too. Oh, yes. indeed. <laughs> all right. The biggest reason the Cardinals have not hired a coach yet. Getting to our listener responses. Kyler's study buddy says paralysis by analysis. Michael Bidwell maybe. is terrified to get it wrong again, and he is hesitant to pull the trigger. We've got. Robert Habib, he says, lack of vision as an organization. They should have gone all in with the vision of Sean Payton or avoided him and focused in on a few coaching candidates that they knew would match what they wanted. James Atwood says the organization is currently little more than a dumpster fire and the amount of autonomy that will be given to the head coach likely is not enough to overcome the organization's other shortcomings. Rich White says, I get the feeling that the owner is putting conditions on those who might take the job. Like, you have to retain Vance Joseph as a DC. That could be it. Or other coaches that he is fond of. This one from El Duterino, the only reason I am reading it is because a lot of people did point to Kyler Murray as the reason that coaches are not interested. El Duterino wrote, Widow Kywer wants to play video games. Jeez. <laughs> Ouch. Do you want to know how much trouble people have listening? Somebody named Ghost Hoff, who I think you've quoted in social studies before, tweeted okay. out, not sure why Dan Bickley seems so convinced K1 is the problem here. Uh... What have I said all morning? <laughs> I've said the exact opposite. Yeah, turn your listening What are we on. doing That's... if people are hearing the exact opposite of what we're saying? Well, we, then we have to say the exact opposite of what we mean. Oh, now that would be some elite-level broadcasting right there. <laughs> yes. How hard would that be to do a four-hour? Take everything we believe, flip it on its ear, say the opposite, and we'll have our original intended effect. All right. It's tomorrow. I think we got our theme for Wednesday show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next question. The trade deadline in the NBA is about a little over 48 hours from now. It's 1 o'clock Arizona time on Thursday. Of these four options, guys, what is most likely to happen at the trade deadline? DeAndre Ayton is traded. Chris Paul is traded. Mikkel Bridges is traded. Or Kevin Durant is traded. Doesn't say where to, though. Of those four? Yes. DA, Chris Paul, Mikkel, KD. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote KD. KD? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Boston thing's in play. I forgot about that. No, but a lot of people are pointing out, look, there's only a, a few reasons why Kevin Durant ever went to Brooklyn in the first place, and all of those reasons are gone. And he those was pretty the, bad reasons he, in the first place. Yeah, they were, uh, and they turned out to be worse, because now that guy's wiggled his way out of town, but, I mean... 
Kevin Durant swallowed his pride last summer and finally said, okay, we'll, we'll make nice and, and do this this year. And then the guy that he was teaming with again bailed on him right before the trade deadline. I, I, I think we would have heard, though, something from Kevin Durant. Hey, I want out, too. you got to move me out of here. But it's very likely that none of those four get traded. Okay, and a lot of people did respond saying yeah. that, too. E, none of the above. Uh, of these four options, though, 47% say DA getting traded is the most likely thing to happen. 30% said Kevin Durant. 20% said Chris Paul. Only 3% voted for Mikel Bridges. And I want to squeeze in this final question real quick. Please the do. weirdo question we asked uh, that Jared asked, but I do love it. Okay, Mike Kafka, one of the Cardinals' uh, remaining candidates, we have referred to Franz Kafka, the writer who wrote The Metamorphosis, the book about a man who wakes up as a cockroach. Or is it a roach? Or is it some, it's some yeah, sort a cockroach. of insect. A cockroach. A cockroach. A cockroach. On an airplane. <laughs> okay, so so what we're asking here is what animal would you least like to wake up as? As? And what animal would you most like to? Well, I'm gonna go. Up? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, very standard pack. Because everybody says dolphin. Because you get to they eat seafood, food, right? I'd like to Dolphins be an eagle. Yeah, I'd like to be an eagle. Okay. I'd like to be a predatory. I'd like to be a predatorial, high flying bird. Oh. Sometimes uh, the unfortunate dolphin turns into seafood. That is true. Oh, that is true. true. Uh, I would like to nominate this as the dumbest question ever asked in social study. <laughs> it is creative, though. <laughs> I got no answer. Okay. Our, Maybe it's just too yeah. creative for me to even talk. That's fair. Yes. Uh, AZ Sports Junkie would hate to wake up as a sloth because I would only get to enjoy 100 yards of my environment before I need a nap. I wake up as a sloth every morning. It's Yo! overrated. <laughs> Martin A. Lopez does not want to transform into a ferret. Yeah. They smell really bad. <laughs> they do. Very musky. How about this? It's a ferret. Sports Kebab Fan Club says the worst animal to transform into would be a a cardinal. I would have oh. a serious lack of direction. I would constantly oh. underperform. And not to be mean, but they could use a serious update to their look. Jeez. <laughs> Pretty good answer. Yes. Uh, and Elon would love to transform into a grizzly bear. All the fresh salmon you can eat, and nobody's going to mess with you. That's true, too. True. Who's going to stop you? Not Maybe me. another grizzly bear? Uh, there you go. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, everybody. Go. You chimed in on social studies. Epically underscore Murata on Twitter. We do it every morning at 9. Coming up next as we continue our media row coverage from Super Bowl 57 here at Phoenix Convention Center. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. We'll get the Philly perspective of things at this point of Super Bowl week as the Eagles face the Chiefs on Sunday. We'll talk to John Marks, WIP Radio, next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Yeah, our Media Row coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. It continues as we inch closer to the kickoff of Super Bowl 57. Eagles and Chiefs on Sunday from State Farm Stadium here to give us the Philly perspective uh, from WIP Radio in Philadelphia. The uh, one and only 
John Marks, who does a show with uh, Ike Reese, joins us here on location in uh, Phoenix. Welcome to the Valley of the Sun, John. Thank you, and thank you for not playing the Rocky theme, introducing me like uh, a lot of uh, stations do, and yeah. I'm waiting on hold. You hear that sometimes? <laughs> you really? They follow that up yeah, with, hey, yeah. what's the best cheesesteak place? Right, yeah. They, they Well, they, they hit all those questions last night at media night. There was yes. a lot of Rocky questions to the Eagles coach and favorite yeah. cheesesteak place to Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, they, they, they did it all. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Valley Metro here in town issued a warning to Eagle fans to not climb on poles on the light rail stations. Now, do Eagle fans need to be reminded not to climb light poles in Triumph? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. It's probably not a bad idea. It doesn't mean that it's going to sink in or they're going right, to care. Right. I was That's out, a good idea. I was out last night having, uh, having a couple of cocktails after media night, and you can't Miss Eagles fans, they stick out like a sore thumb, yelling and screaming, doing oh, an yeah. eagle chant. <laughs> yeah. You've done these media nights before, yeah. uh, the opening nights. On a scale of 1 to 10, how how crazy was the Phoenix offering last it night? It was awesome. Yeah. It really was. It was awesome. Um, we were up in Minnesota, and like that was cool or whatever, but this this feels more like a Super Bowl down here. And they, yeah. they did it up well last night. Nice. It was uh, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. All right. So um, as I said earlier today, we are talking about if you're looking at the head coach matchup, in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, you'd be talking about one of the game's all-time greats and a guy that just, it, it, if it were a tale of a tape, it wouldn't make sense. Nick Sirianni versus Andy Reid. What, what has this guy brought to this football team? Well, the one thing he's not doing right now is he's not calling plays, right? Like, normally an offensive head coach that was a coordinator that gets hired, you're bringing him in because he's an offensive coach and yeah. you want him, maybe Cliff Kingsbury, you didn't want him doing that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, those guys, we do. We those do, guys, <laughs> they call plays. They want to call plays. And middle of last year, just wasn't working, right? Like, for whatever reason, it wasn't working. So I don't know if it was his idea to give Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, play calling duties, but they did. And it's been it's been different ever since, right? Like, the balance of running and passing has made sense. He was really, really pass-heavy early last year, and it just didn't work with the personnel that they have. Now this year they have the personnel to where they can pass, to where they can run. Jalen Hurts is excellent in doing both things. But to answer your question with Sirianni, so he's not the Sean McVay, the Sean Payton. You're not bringing him in for his offense and his play calling. But one thing he's done very well, and it's almost like a defensive head coach that gets hired, the Mike Tomlins, the Sean McDermott's, they're CEO types. Mm -hmm. And he does a really good job of managing the game. You don't see a lot of mistakes. You don't see clock management issues. You don't see bad timeouts. Must be nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and here's another thing that that you did. He's a younger guy. He's 37. He relates to the players, to the NFL player, and they play hard for him. And he's tough. He's not a pushover, right? Like, he gets in guys' grills. So as long as he's willing to do that with everybody, which he is, then everybody respects him, and it works. He's tough on the radio guys, too. I heard him. He went on your morning show and took issue with with Angela, who's on his way out, uh, uh, triumphant exit. But I like that. (laughs) We were talking about it. You know, the the video of Sirianni on the sideline when he saw the the 4K camera coming by, and he's mugging it. And we heard John. Jonathan Gannon roll down the window and yell to Eagles fans, we're going to gut these guys. I kind of like that confidence. You don't see it very often in today's NFL. Uh, he 
is he's our head coach, I think is how we've described him. He's our head coach, <laughs> and it works. So a city like Philly, where, you know, obviously all the cliches, the blue collar, and uh, we're irrational, and we're erratic. We react to wins and losses like it's the Super Bowl or it's the last game of the year. And to be a quarterback and a coach in a city like Philadelphia, you need to have a certain personality to be able to deal with it. And Nick's done a great job. If you remember his opening press conference, it, 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 when he was introduced as Eagles coach, it was brutal. He was scared to death. He was. I do remember that. He and was. You're he, right. He was scared to death, and it was like, oh, like this isn't going to work out. You can't. This isn't going to work in Philly. But that really wasn't what he was. Once he got settled, he has been great. He. He. he I'm honestly like I, I'm. I am surprised. I am shocked that we're already here. Mm-hmm. Considering, I mean, think about it. Five years ago, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, ended up being Nick Foles that played in the game. Five years later, you have a different head coach and a different quarterback, and you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Explain that's, that one. Yeah, it's, that's, that's crazy. And about the quarterback, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine who's an Eagles fan. We were talking about the game last night, and he said the improvement from year to year, last year to this year with Jalen Hurts is unlike anything he's ever seen. Can 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 you elaborate on what you've seen in, in Jalen Hurts? I, I've always been a fan from the leadership standpoint, but he became a passer as you mentioned earlier on. The improvement's been remarkable. Yeah, there was a there's a lot of I told you so's that have been going on in the second half of the season from a lot of the fan base to me because I was one of the guys that said love the intangibles, love the leadership, love the athletic ability. He's a quarterback in the NFL. Is he a quarterback that makes a difference? I I kind of said, is he a Garoppolo and an Alex Smith, or is he a guy that can be a, a championship quarterback? He's answered those questions mm-hmm. for sure this year. Um, and what I what I said last year about the intangibles was the intangibles don't matter unless he can be a good enough quarterback to win in the playoffs. We've seen some quarterbacks do enough in the regular season, then you get to the playoffs and they hit that one spot that they can't get past. Jalen Hurts is doing it, man, and he's doing it running the football, throwing the football, and he's been amazing this year. Not all championships are built the same, and you guys with the Eagles had one of the all-timers with Nick Foles. I, you know, that was one of those Super Bowls that uh, a sports town could feast on that for 80, 90 years, right? What is it like to be back with a team that has just blown through everybody for most of this year, including in the playoffs, given the fact that it, that Philly, I'm not, not going to call Philly sated as a sports town, but you <laughs> know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you you just mentioned this is, yeah. this is not normal to have that, to have a regime change, and then to have this now. It's weird, man. And the, the like, they they lost one game with Jalen Hurts as the starter. They lost those two games with with Gardner Minshew when he came in. The season was easy. I mean, there really wasn't. They lost one game to Washington. They had a, the Arizona game they needed to come back and yeah. get to win in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They had a late comeback against the Colts. Outside of that, it, 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 the the games weren't even really competitive. They yeah. didn't blow a lot of teams out, but they didn't need to. They got the lead and they just sat on it. And it's weird. It's so strange, guys, being here in in Arizona at the Super Bowl. And the Eagles are favored over Pat Mahomes and Andy yeah. Reid in the Super Bowl. And it happened so quick. Right. Last year, they were behind 31 nothing in the wild card round to the Tampa Bay Bucks, And there were questions after the loss. Is, you know, Jalen Hurst didn't look great in the game. Nick yeah. Sirianni didn't look great in the game. Like, do, we have the right, do, we, do we have the right quarterback? Do we have the right coach? What are we doing here? And now they're favored over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's amazing. Crazy. Yeah, I expected a great game. John, thanks for taking a couple minutes Thank with you, us. Man. I know you're busy. Enjoy it. Now, while you're here, we, get, we got a good week of weather for you. So I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate the weather. Yeah. And let's hope somebody doesn't have Jalen Hurts do the Eagles victory song again after oh. the Super Bowl. Well, listen, he probably needs some practice. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little bit. A little, little bit. bit.
Richie. Yeah, well, <laughs> a little bit, little bit. Thank Thanks, Harry Bradshaw, your man. singing coach. Here, yeah, you might be right. in trouble. John Marks, WIP Thanks, Radio. Thanks again, John. Uh, we continue here from uh, Media Row at Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Our coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. We catch up with an old friend, comedian Craig Gass, sits down with us next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Meteor Row. Oh, look at that. Themed. Yeah, Vinny, you better not play that music now. We might get fined. We might get sued. (laughs) We might. Because this is Gene Simmons. From Kiss. (laughs) Craig Gass is with us. He's got his Super Bowl hat on. He's ready to go. We haven't visited with Craig in a while. How you been, man? I'm doing good. I go to the Super Bowl every year. I talk to the players. I get fun, silly stuff from them. And sometimes I've hit some home runs. Uh, Peyton Manning stands out as a guy who, thank God, Peyton Manning had such a great sense of humor that he made me think that I was going to do great with Cam Newton an hour later. <laughs> that, that's how great Peyton Manning wow. was. Peyton Manning, I pitched an idea to him at Super Bowl 50, and I said, Peyton, my name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. I um, I want to pitch a game show to you uh, called Peyton Manning Trivia, where it is impossible for you to get any question wrong. And he said, any question? And I said, for you? Absolutely. And we're going to do a speed round right now. <laughs> What is the largest city in the state of Nebraska? And he went, Omaha. Where is the College World Series played at every year? Omaha. And the answer to every question, Omaha, Omaha. And then I corrected him at the end, and I said, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. You are correct. You win again, sir. He laughed. NFL on Fox put it on their um, social media stuff. It got 3 million views within 24 hours. And I'm so fired up about all the attention that I got. I was like, oh, man, Cam Newton's going to love me. (laughs) Didn't love you? Boy, did I walk into a wall. The one thing that I thought would be fun to kind of play with is that Cam Newton, I don't know if you're aware of this, Cam Newton has an interesting name that he gave his son. Do you know what he named his son? Oh, I think I, I heard this at I don't one know if point. I know this. Remind me. He he named his son Chosen. As in the chosen one. And I said, Cam, my name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and uh, uh, I know all you players love me because I just had Peyton Manning just uh, pat me on the pack. Um I love that you named your son such a cool name. Your son's name is Chosen, right? Man, um, do you ever worry, though, about the other kids he's going to school with and them feeling insecure that they're not Chosen? And he gave the longest, most serious answer to that, and I went, okay, okay, but were you trying to one-up anybody who names their kid Jesus? And he just went, what's your question? And he just just stopped acknowledging me, and I was like, Uh ah, Man, but I, but there are guys that you know. I think as long as you keep it down the middle and keep it fun. Tom Brady, first time I met him at a Super Bowl, I said, "Tom, my name's Craig Gass, stand-up comedian. You're so handsome. <laughs> like, when you look in the mirror, does your reflection ever just wink at you? Like I, I don't know. Tell me what it's like. And and ESPN picked it up." put it on and then the problem with Tom Brady is that he's here almost every other year Yeah. So, and you know as a sports guy trying to come up with another angle for a guy who you've had on several times yes. is really difficult you so can't that, just keep telling him he's handsome every year he's, he's, or, he's, or can you repackage the handsome 
route. Okay. So the second time I saw him, I said, Tom, my name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. This is my friend Eric. That's my friend Jason. We were discussing the four of us together, and we were ranking the four of us as a group <laughs> from most handsome to least handsome. Obviously, you're number one because you're Tom Brady. But, Tom, who would you rank as number two? Repackage. And I pointed at myself, number two, <laughs> number three, and number four. And Tom actually said... Wait, who am I ranking? And I said, uh, who? Uh, me and my friend Eric and Jason. He goes, and Tom Brady goes, all right, fan out. And I went, what? And I go, oh, okay. And we all fan out. And I didn't do this consciously. Did he tell you to turn around? Did he tell you he- <laughs> Subconsciously. Subconsciously, I started sucking in my gut and right, pushing oh yeah. my chin out for Tom Brady to look more handsome to Tom Brady. And Tom actually ranked us. And a year later, I said, hey, Tom, I don't I don't know if you remember him. Uh, I said, Tom, my name's Craig Gass. He goes, I remember you. And I go, well, you're here every year. Of course you remember me. Um, but right, uh, right, right. I, I said, Tom, uh, I don't know if you remember last year, me and my friends, you ranked us from most handsome to least handsome. And uh, in the last 12 months, between the three of us, we've actually lost five pounds. And I want to know if it's possible that we could change the rankings. And then we just kept reworking. That's yeah, That's good. So just have fun with it. So were you at... The uh, uh, media night last night? Well, I avoided it. I think Bick avoided it as well. Yeah. Um, hey, what it used to be, Craig. You remember back when it used to be media day? Yes. And people could go and make utter clowns of themselves? And they did. Our producer would have been great at that kind yeah. of thing. Jarrett would have been. Not her. Yeah. Jarrett, the guy. <laughs> okay. she's, she's perfectly she pointed right at her. Yeah, no, no. Our, our, uh, him, the guy back wherever in, in, back is. At the board. In, yeah, in the him. Studio. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you can still try to have fun with it. Um, I saw Adam Schefter there. And I got a great moment with him. I'm putting out the video tomorrow. We're editing it all tonight. But I, I went up to Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter breaks every NFL story. Somehow, Adam Schefter knows things before anyone else does. He's always breaking the stories. And I said, Adam, Craig Guess, stand-up comedian, can you save me some time? Because I kind of want to go home. Can you just tell me who's going to win on Sunday? <laughs> can you just tell me what the final score is so I can just leave? Like, And um, uh, we had fun with Mahomes, uh, Eagles fans who are nuts. Oh, they're insane. And um, and then I'm here doing shows. I'm performing in Gilbert tomorrow night nice. at JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert. And then I'm performing up in Glendale at Stir Crazy on Thursday. And it's all football material. Nice. For, uh, it's, it's a show for football fans by football fans. And all the info is at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's.com to get tickets. But um, I love that you guys always have me on every time I... Now, as part of the show, are you going to do in some of your rock and roll impressions? Because, you know, Metallica... Because we make fun of Kiss being greedy. Yes. Metallica is coming here. Yeah. They're playing two shows, and they're building it that each show is going to be different. Yeah. No, right. re- no so, repeat weekend. Yeah, no repeat weekend, which is an ingenious scam when yes. you think about it. <laughs> yes. And they're doing, uh, what, $100 a ticket? Oh, I'm, I'm sure that's get you barely gets you in the door. That's bargain basement now for, for concerts. Here's the great thing. By the way, guys, it's Gene Simmons <laughs> from Kiss. <laughs> We're doing the same thing. We're actually doing a no-repeat weekend for the next 52 weekends at kidsonline.com. Of course, everybody's focus is going to be on the Eagles and the Chiefs. And we already know who's going to win. In fact, we have footage of the game available for $29.95 at kissonline.com. 
click on my logo for the L.A. Kiss. And remember they had a football team? Oh, that they, they did. Yeah. They I, did. I, uh, yes, impressions. Lots yes. of impressions at my shows. Good. If you come out to JP's and Gilbert tomorrow or to uh, Stir Crazy up in um, in Glendale on Thursday. And, uh, and new impressions. My, I love doing bad impressions. I think bad impressions. I can actually teach you how to do impressions. One of the worst impressions I do is one I can teach you. I can teach both of you how to do a Mark Wahlberg impression. Okay. It's easy. Half the impression is simply heavy breathing. <laughs> Boom. You're already halfway to Mark Wahlberg. Just... You're already halfway to Mark Wahlberg. Uh, the second half is you got to say a few words at a time. Just a few words at a time, and the words have to be distressful. Because for some reason, Mark Wahlberg's always stressed out yeah. in every movie. And breathing heavily. Breathing heavily. Anyone listening at home can do this. Just It's just heavy breathing, say a few words at a time. <sighs> Guys... <laughs> Are you serious? That's great. There's a car accident outside. You gotta help me get the bodies out. I can match it up with my other bad impression, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in a car accident. I I said that on stage a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, I was on stage in Nashville, Tennessee, and I said, and I was talking about the Mark Wahlberg impression. A girl in the front row goes, "What movie is that from?" And I was like, "Every movie you're talking about. You know, every movie it's from every movie. You've never seen a Mark Wahlberg. It's like every Transformers movie is just Mark Wahlberg going." Yeah, everyone. Hey guys, is that your car parked outside? Because <laughs> your car just turned to a giant robot. Gonna die. Come on, feel it, feel it, feel the vibration. Feel the vibration. That's well God, done. That's making me lightheaded doing that. Oh, yeah, it's making that, me lightheaded and, um, too, and I'm not even doing anything. Yeah, that's uh, the show is uh, a lot of impressions, <clears throat> stories about people who I do impressions of, who've tried to meet me, and um, uh, yeah, it, it feels weird to be on in the air in the morning with you guys. Like I know, right? I'm like, what kind of content do I do in the morning that right. I wouldn't be doing in midday? <laughs> Which, That's obviously, a good question. there's a, you know... You're making our producer nervous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> break, break. Are, right, we, right, right. are we up early enough that yeah, I can right. say things hey, that nobody oh. would be awake for? Right. Craig, uh, give your, give your uh, locations and, and dates again for yes, everybody that's in town and wants to have a good time. Uh, I'm getting pulled off the air, so tomorrow night <laughs> in Gilbert, go to JP's Comedy Club. Thursday night, go to see me at Glendale at Stir Crazy. All the info. You can go to the websites for JP's Comedy Club and Stir Crazy, or you can just go to Get gas.com get gas with two s's.com and uh i'll i'll send over is somebody who's been to multiple craig gas shows i will tell you they are well worth it i am a big fan of yours my man and it's not just the impressions first time i ever saw you i thought it was going to be a 75 80 percent impression driven show i was blown away at your range and i told you that that yeah. night yeah well and there's a lot of new material that i've been doing that i'm really really proud of that uh i think people will get a kick out of and so the whole 
show. It's it's all part of this tour I've been doing called the Where Have You Been Tour, which I've been getting a lot of because I'm back on the Howard Stern show for the first time in 20 years. Oh, wow. And so a lot of Stern fans are going, like, where have you been? I, just, <laughs> I keep getting that question. So, where have you the, been, man? So the Where Have You Been Tour hits Gilbert it. and Glendale. All the tickets are at getgas.com. Nice. Get gas with two S's. Craig, com. great to see Thank you. you. Craig. Uh, Thank en- you, Craig. Enjoy Thank you the up, value man. while you're here. All get, right. Getgas.com. Craig Gra- Gas uh, joins us here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings or on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the day. What percentage of uh, your makeup is scar tissue, according to you? I think I said, I don't know, after 25 years in Arizona, about 85%. And 15% hair gel? 14% hair gel, 1% other. <laughs> or, or or in honor of our poll, no. 3% other. I didn't quite, I didn't do an exhaustive search for a song called Hair Gel, but I did, you know, obviously do <laughs> scar tissue. There's gel by Collective Soul. You oh, that's right. Inserted the hair yourself. That's true. The hairspray theme. <laughs> yeah, could have done that. Come on, we got a song of the day for tomorrow already. There's something about Mary theme. Whoop. Oh, Jared, shut up, Jared. My favorite Halloween costume I've ever done. That is uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper Scar Tissue Today's Song of the Day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, we're going to our website now, ArizonaSports.com, a little bit later than usual, but I would say well worth it for the guests that we just had back-to-back. All right, ArizonaSports.com, what are we doing with Chris Paul? Three options. The Suns should trade him before the deadline, which is Thursday afternoon. They should keep him for next season, or they should trade him in the offseason. What do you guys think? Vinny, you can vote. I mean, I'm the guy that's been trying to cross over into this territory to say, don't get too emotionally attached to players. Chris Paul's been so important to what the Suns oh have done goodness. the last three years. <laughs> he really has yeah. been. To trade him in the offseason. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no, listen, because the contract issue is a, re- a very real thing with him. It's not fully guaranteed. Not fully forward. guaranteed, so it's a real good chance if you are concerned about his um, uh, his status and, and all that stuff. Um, but I'm with Vinny. I, I've just I will never I will never not feel fondly towards Chris Paul for what he did for this organization. Yeah, uh, the Suns fan base, or at least the people who voted on ArizonaSports.com, are pretty split on what the Suns should do with him. Thirty five percent say trade him before the deadline. Another thirty five percent say keep him for next season. Thirty percent say trade him in the off season. Hmm. Very divisive question yeah. on ArizonaSports.com. Um, I did. Uh, thanks. You can uh, vote on that. Yeah, on ArizonaSports.com. I ran across this list today, uh, Bick, and I'd, I'd love to tap into your brain on this one. Uh, for the win on USA Today. Um, dot com. All right. They ranked the 16 Super Bowl cities. Oh, okay. Said Indianapolis is the worst. They had Phoenix as the fifth best. With L.A., San Diego, Miami, and New Orleans ranking ahead of Phoenix. That I would imagine that's pretty close to consensus. I, I can't I believe Indianapolis was worse than Jacksonville. 
was Jackson, you went to the Jacksonville. Jacksonville was pretty bad. I think the fact that it's Florida got it uh, above Indianapolis. Okay. Um, were you in Indianapolis? You were not. Not for the Super Bowl. We went for the Combine. It, okay. Um, yeah, it was it was really a, a, a weird vibe in Indianapolis that that I think Jacksonville actually rated higher than Indianapolis. Um, I, I would definitely agree with Miami and New Orleans. I, I think that they are one um, A and one B in terms of best Super Bowl hosts. So it's, you know, South Beach and Bourbon Street's kind of like party yeah, central. Sure. Uh, San Diego, yeah, I can see why. Just climate, but L.A. fourth. L.A. fourth. No, thank you. At SoFi. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't. I think they probably separate. They had Super Bowls in Pasadena once upon a time. Yeah. They had Indianapolis sixteenth, Minneapolis. It's a, it was a tough poll for the Appalaches. Uh Minneapolis fifteenth, Detroit fourteenth, New York thirteenth, Stanford, California twelfth. Oh boy, Remember that one. Oh yeah. They actually had the Super Bowl in Palo Alto. That was the closest. Before these last two years, that was the closest proximity a team had to uh, playing a Super Bowl in its own backyard. Because the yeah. 49ers won yeah. that Super Bowl over the Dolphins. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. No, that's interesting. Because, uh, yeah. And next year's in Las Vegas. Yeah. that'll. I think that'll probably shoot near the top of the list. Vegas does big events and parties pretty well, from what I've heard. I'm not. I, I, I can't confirm. You'll try it. them out sometime. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try it out sometime. Yeah. We'll I'm still bummed. We were supposed to go to the the uh, NFL draft in Vegas. The I remember the that. Pandemic. Yeah. Shut everything down, and we've never made it back since. That is going to do it for us today on a uh, fun Tuesday. Uh, from Media Row, our Media Row coverage brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings with Canvas Annuity. Thanks to Shane Doan, Bobby Hurley, John Marks, Craig Gass. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke up next here from Media Row Super Bowl 57 on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.